My career sucks. Sex just isn't the same. What's my purpose? Where did this fat come from? My relationship is killing me. I'll never be happy. My debt is piling up. I'll never find love. Why can't I be like other gay guys? Hey guys, it's time to get a grip, stop whining, make a bold move, and do something amazing with your 40-plus gay life. Let's get to the show with your tell-it-like-it-is host, Rick Clemens, who does his best to never act like a dick or a diva unless you act like one first. Oh my God, look at that beer belly. Wait, is that a mole? Oh my gosh, there's too much hair on my chest. Yeah, but those low hangers, they're not as low hanging as I wish they were. And I've got the peeny weeny penis. Sound familiar? You ever look at yourself and say those things to yourself as a gay guy? Or have you ever looked at yourself and said, I actually look pretty good, but... Well, that's what we're talking about today on 40 Plus Gay Men Gay Talk. I have my buddy who, I don't know, we've just connected big time. And then I saw this bitch. He's going to like run to like win this contest for men's health with his freaking shirt off. And then when he said, I'm ashamed of my body, I just wanted to slap the shit out of him. I literally wanted to slap the shit out of him. His name's Anthony Catalino. He's a fellow coach. And he's one of the guys that I have. I guess we've kind of started this like interesting little long distance relationship since COVID. Right, man? Yeah. Yeah. And it's uh, I love it. I love how it's a, it continues to evolve. Into it does. More lost beauty but i did really want to reach out and slap the shit out of you and i I can't believe you hate your fucking body because i look at his body and okay so i'm gonna prove i'm a real horned i look at his little body i'm like i would be all over that bitch in a heartbeat (laughs) but i will also come back and say i have been there with my own body and even currently i'm there i mean i went i literally went swimming just a couple hours well not even a couple hours like an hour ago i was in the pool swimming laps going i gotta look good for anthony i gotta look good for anthony i'm like bitch you just need to lose some weight and then i think wow this is how we talk to ourselves it doesn't do us any good does it that's your cue to say something man (laughs) well it's funny because it i feel like i i feel like that that voice that 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 uh judgment uh, whatever incessant chatter um that happened for a long time before even was aware that it existed yeah i mean it, 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 and then and then one day I, I'm, I'm not sure if it was a book i read or uh this is years ago uh, a good six seven years ago um an article i read that was like stop judging yourself you need to be aware mm-hmm. that you're judging yourself because literally every time i looked in the mirror it was something negative yeah Oh, constantly. Now I'm going to say, and those, those of you, everybody, everybody who listens has pretty much seen a picture of me. The only thing I never judge myself on is losing my hair. I love my freaking bald head and I will, I will use that bitch every step of the way because as you bald, you know, but man, there's times that, I mean, we just had some headshots done for the company that I work with and I hated every one of them. Because yes, the camera does literally put on, on me, it puts 50 pounds on. Okay. It doesn't put the 10 pounds. It's like, <laughs> it's going for the whole 50, but I just, is like, and even my husband's like, he goes, those pictures don't do you justice, man. And he goes, those aren't you. I said, well, I could go on why I feel like they weren't really good, but I was too focused on the photographer because he was really hot. I'm like, I, <laughs> I should have been smiling like a big, you know, Chester cap, but even then I looked at those pictures and I just started instantly kind of like hating on myself and it's bullshit. It's such bullshit that we do this. It really is. And I'm not even sure if it's just learned behavior or it's just somewhere along the lines as a gay man, we start thinking that like our body is everything. 
you know, the, the lack of love that we, that we don't, most of us don't receive or in the way that we would have liked to receive it. Um, we think by getting this certain type of body that we're going to, you know, we're going to, we're going to be loved. And that's just not the way it works. Um, I happen to have fallen in love more and more with people's personalities, people's, people's kindness, their, their hearts, mm-hmm. rather than the way their body looks. Well, that's uh, why we're, that's why we're in love. We, we know that we fall in love with each other's hearts <laughs> but it is but there's, there's so much more to it that's the thing and and you know i hate it because it seems like i get on this podcast and i just bitch at gay men i love you guys i really do love you and i'm not saying i know everything but one of the things i've grown through in my own world is loving people for who they are and like looking at something beyond okay yes i'm as much of a horn dog as anybody else a good looking guy is going to catch my attention but a really nice guy, a kind guy, a guy with a little bit of depth. That's much more sexier to me. Okay. Completely. If he has a nice, if he has a nice dick, that helps, but you know. I mean, come on. I know. Let's, how about, how about if they, if they use it well, if they, well, if they, they use it well, if they have a nice furry chest, you know, of course now we're going to, <laughs> they have to have fur, they have to have a dick, <laughs> but it, but the other stuff is, is, is important. You know, it's like, I need, I need to feel no pun intended. I need to feel something of depth with somebody to like, okay, let's really connect here. And when I see somebody who hates on themselves a lot, total turn off, total turn completely. Off. But what, who are we really, there's more of them. There's a majority of people that aren't happy with themselves. Right. They don't really believe in themselves. Yep. You know, we're, yep. we're conditioned as gay men to grow up in the society that we're not worthy. We're not lovable. Yep. Yep. So we're, we're doing our best. I think all of us, ultimately do our best into into find that love or fall mm-hmm. into that love and we just go about it the wrong way uh, and, and that's, that's really and what to, i want to and to just kind of find it like in your own way don't don't define it by like how somebody else does it which is what we all have suffered with in our lovely lgbtq community we have been defined by like everybody else and then suddenly when we come out okay we finally feel the freedom but then sometimes a lot of times we step into our own fucked up world in the gay community and now we're defining ourselves by how the community wants us to find that's the reason gay men struggle with body image issues all the time yes and i feel like the majority of my life i just turned 40 so now i actually qualify to be on this this you do you do (laughs) finally but like i was a i was a heavier kid as uh, i was a heavier kid and like i used to wear like thick chamois sticks i was embarrassed about the way i looked like i even knew then even before i knew i was gay so I literally feel like the majority of my life, yeah. I have shamed myself left and right. Yeah. Even though around the age of 18, I started developing this attention from a lot of people, heads turning left and right. And because of that, most would think that, oh, that's the, that's the kind of look that I wish I had in the life I was living. It did the opposite for me. Mm-hmm. It made me feel more imperfect because in my mind, what I told myself was I wasn't perfect enough. And, and that's... One of the questions I always ask a lot of clients, a lot of people is like, but if you were perfect, then what? Something else would show up. I guarantee it. I mean, I see it in myself. I mean, you know, it's okay. So this is podcast number three today. And I'm like, okay, am I going to, am I going to have this energy and the stamina? Am I going to have the quick wit and everything? And I'm like, just f- fuck yourself, Rick. Just get on and do your thing, right? You can do that? <laughs> I, well, I, I'm, I'm 58. It's not as long as it used to be, okay? It's a little bit harder to do these days. But it's, it is such an interesting thing to see how we hold ourselves to these levels of, oh, it's got to be this. 
And yet, if we don't attain that, then all that does is bring us down, bring us down, bring us down. And yet I go, wow, I just, I just like stripped off at the pool in my little, you know, square cut trunks and dove in, did my thing. And like, I feel pretty good for a 58 year old guy. So, you know, fuck y'all if you can't take it, you know? Yeah. But that's but where, that's where we start. We start thinking too much. We start believing oh, that God, like, yes. we have to look a certain way to be loved and accepted. And, and, and really it's an inside job. So the more I've grown through research and reading and having conversation, the more I've grown to love and appreciate myself just the way that I am. Yep. No one else is, nobody else is, you know, like people can say nice things. Great. People can say mean things. Yep. Um, it, it's all, it's all, it's all about my choices and what I decide and what I, what I do. Um, so what inspired you to like, okay, I'm going to go do this thing. I put my picture out there in the quote, like it's out there in the national spotlight right now. Cause this contest is big time. So what was the big inspiration? Cause I, I don't think it's what people are going to assume. The big inspiration of putting my a shirtless photo of me. Or? Well, like putting yourself out there and going, I'm going to run, I'm going to, I'm going to go for this contest and see if I can win it. Well, first off, it's, it's, it's considered a dad bod combat, a competition, right. which there's no definition behind dad bod, but the whole, the whole idea, at least the, what I gained from it was love and appreciate your body for yep. what it is. Just, just the way that it is. Yep. Um, and I, like I said, I've been, I've struggled with body image. I feel like most of my life. And so the way that I've learned to grow and I like to, you know, I like to inspire my clients to do as well is you got to be first before you arrive to wherever you're going or whatever you wish to achieve. You got to be yep. that. Remember yep. we're human beings, not human doings. Yep. And so I, I thought to myself, man, here I'm in this competition. Is it necessary for me to take my shirt off? No, but am I going to gain more courage by putting myself out there, taking that step into the fear, into the unknown of what would normally be super uncomfortable for me? I mean, you might see me with my, with my shirt off at the, at the beach, right? but maybe not a gate beach. Like uh, it took years to really, really be able to process that. So yeah. for me to be vulnerable enough to, to throw a po photo out there that is now online, mm -hmm. honestly, it felt freaking amazing. I'm I sure. felt empowered. I felt co more confident. And that's how we get better at anything. It's by, you know, putting our foot into the unknown and just flying, you know, not being afraid, not, not, having that incessant chatter go off, not even believe it. Cause it's the chatter is going to go off. You know, it's, it's kind of part of the, you know, hum, being human. But I think that's, yeah, you're right. It's part of being human. The chatter is there. It's there constantly, you know, and one of the toughest things for me, and I didn't, I mean, I was kind of working on it a little bit before I started my coach training and then, of course, coach training just like totally fucked me up. I'm like, okay, I thought I had this all figured out. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm getting reamed every which way to Sunday going through this program, which was great because that's part of what it's for. You got to like, as you said, you kind of got to go through it first before you can take somebody else through it. Not that we're ever there. I'm not insinuating that whatsoever, because every time I get on a call with a client, actually, every time I do one of these podcasts, man, I come off of these. I'm like, I thought I had this figured out, but I don't, I do not have this figured out one bit, but it's such a beautiful growth thing. And as I've stepped into that space and like, okay, vulnerability. Yep. This is what it's about. This is what it's about. Every freaking time I learn so much about myself and I also have the real deep feels just because you can't go through some of this without being human. And as you said, the human being versus the human doing is a whole different ball game. 
and the more you can grow in that realm and love yourself, which I know this is the hard thing for so many gay men, because yes, our lovely community, again, guys, I love you bitches, but sometimes I swear to God, it can't just all be about a great ass and a nice pair of abs and a really huge cock, even though those all help, no doubt. I've slept next to him. And I, it was, it was no offense to any of you that have that strong, lean physique, but like, I don't want to sleep next to a brick wall. And like, that, like personally, but I've, I've been that kind of like teddy bear guy my whole life. And there's Soft, a lot of times there's hairy. substance miss, missing, you know? And I don't, I don't, I mean, again, not knocking any of those guys. I mean, yes, I'd love to kind of look like that, but then I'm like, Maybe, maybe not. You know, I don't know how that'd feel, but yeah, I'm a cuddle monster too. So it's like, I don't want to break you. You know, if I'm going to cuddle you, there better be yeah. something to hold on to there, you know? But with most gay men, this obsession is the thing that actually hurts you the most mm-hmm. because then you lose every, you just constantly are in pursuit of confidence, but you can't get the confidence until you accept who you are. At least that's my yeah. perspective. Or, but work towards it. Like, you know, I, I get asked that question a lot. How do you, how are you, how are you able to be so confident? How did, how did that happen? Baby steps, like, you know, working towards that whole big idea of more confidence, standing taller. Uh, to me, I see it as believing in myself, um, breaking through that fear, that unknown that I spoke about before. Ultimately, the fact of the matter is no one's going to get out of this alive. We're, we're all going to die. And, and I, I, I as, as harsh as that may sound for some people, I like to remind myself that because it helps break up the seriousness. Yep. It helps like when, when that, when, I do believe we can have more control over the chatter through meditation, through, right. you know, certain like spiritual kind of techniques, but it's, it's nevertheless going to still arise and that's up to you to believe it or not. It's, and so, it, but not taking life so seriously helps break up that seriousness and laugh through it for God's sakes. Oh, no, we shouldn't laugh. We shouldn't have fun. There's no reason for that at all, which is something I've been told. And even now, I mean, even now, some people call me out on that. They're like, you're so serious. I'm like, well, bitch, you're serious. I'm meeting you where you are now. And I actually had a client just say, I just listened to your latest, latest podcast episode. I'm like, where's that Rick? He's not there in my session. I'm like, bitch, did you, I can be that way in your session, but I don't think I don't think you want me to be that way in your session because then I'll <laughs> really be like kicking your ass. But it, it is interesting because that's been one of the things that has pissed me off the most. It's people like, oh, you're so serious. You never smile. Well, I didn't used to, no, because the whole fucking weight of oh, you're not supposed to be gay. You're supposed to be this. You're supposed to... That's a mm. big fucking heavy load to like be carrying. And then yeah. suddenly when I started being me, didn't go away immediately, but when I started like, hey, this is who I am. And then even this podcast, this 40 plus podcast, oh man, I'm the biggest potty mouth on this podcast. And truly, this is the closest to like who I really am. It's like, fuck you bitches. Let's just get I the, love you it. know, I because it. that's, it's a part of who I am. It's not, I don't get on every stage and go, so listen, bitches. Although I'd really, I'd really like just once I'd like to be in like that 10,000 person arena and go, okay, listen, bitches, here we go. You know, and then once that's done, then I can go, did I do good Oprah? Did I, did I make, you know, did I make you proud? Girl? <laughs> uh, but as you think about this, it's not just gay men that go through this because there's, it's been interesting to watch your journey in this whole competition. And, you know, of course I, I'm not stupid. I'm a gay man. I'm looking at all the other men going, well, let's see. Is there somebody that got it going on? And there's such a beauty in all these guys. It's like some of these yeah, guys, I'm like, wow, 
they're all very different. And I'm like, well, go you. And I'm like, well, bitch, why didn't I do this? I mean, he's got man tits. I got man tits. So I could have been in this thing too, but it's so beautiful to see people do this, but yet it's all across our society that yeah. people judge themselves and say, I'm not oh, yeah. good enough. It's like a thing. I mean, the magazines it's telling you how to look and how you should treat yourself yet majority of people, you know, that's, that's like dedication yes. to keep your body in pristine shape, lean, eating super healthy food. I like to eat, but again, it doesn't go back to, to having that lean body that the magazines portray. It's about loving ourselves in any shape, form or manner, the way we are right now, accepting it, shed mm -hmm. some light onto it. It's and then interesting because people don't realize some of the things you can do are the simplest things you can do. And I, I don't remember, I just recently had another guest on the other podcast and I'm trying to remember who it was, but of course, as you get older, this, this stuff goes too, but I'm not going to knock myself about that. It's like, Hey, it just happens, you know? Yeah. But he said something that was really beautiful. He said, you know, I, I asked him about like, what's one, one tip you would give to anybody about like keeping yourself in a really positive space. He goes, Oh, that's really easy. He goes in the morning and I say, good morning, sunshine to myself. And at night he says, good night, sunshine. I'm like, wow, that's so freaking simple. But when was the last time you said something nice to yourself when you wake up and when you go to bed, we're always waiting for other people to say everything. Yeah. But if we just yeah. say it to ourselves, what a huge thing. Of course, I or would be saying I mean? like, Hey, big boy, good morning. You know, <laughs> but even go the distance to, to compliment someone else. Exactly. Like not only will that uplift your spirit by, by treating someone else with kindness, but that might change their hour, their morning, their day, their life just I mean, by a simple act of kindness. Well, there's just mornings. I mean, you, you've been with your man a long time. Like I've been with my man and you get in a rut, you know, and some mornings, I mean, he gets up, goes downstairs before I do. I kind of either do my quick little bits of exercise or get the shower. It depends on the day, but you know, usually it's like, I, and then I finally like wander downstairs, get my coffee. And there's days that it's like morning, morning. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well this isn't helping. And then one day I said, Hey, good morning, honey. Hope you're having a good morning. I'm like, well, first of all, where did that come from? That's so not <laughs> the norm. And I'm like, Oh, that felt kind of good. Of course. Then the next morning I'm like, Hey bitch, how you doing? <laughs> You know, it's like, hey, let's, let's have some fun now, you know, but just the littlest things that we can do can change everything. Yeah. And just, you know, this afternoon when I came back from swimming, because I'm really like conscious now, like, okay, broken wrist is passed, trying to get, you know, back into everything. And as I was driving home, I'm like, okay, so what would you enjoy for lunch today? That would be good for you instead of what the fuck am I going to eat? I got to hurry and get done and get ready to do podcasts just that little tiny switch of what would you enjoy today that would be good for you? I'm like a salad, a salad with some just veggies and stuff. And I walked right in. I didn't put myself in the rush. That was the other thing. It's like, okay, yes, I only had like 30 minutes, but I'm going to enjoy all 30 minutes of like getting that lunch done and everything else. And again, it comes down to the languaging stuff. The language is stuff of saying how much you care and love yourself. And I know you're praying to the pictures of yourself on this thing every morning when you wake up, bitch. I know you are. You're looking at yourself and going, <laughs> I'm going to win this. Honey, you're going to win. You're going to win. <laughs> and it's not even about winning. It's not even about winning. And it's not even about me. It's not about you. It's about the people that I, I, I dream of impacting because mm -hmm. I know this is a thing. I mean, it is a, a, it's a huge recently. thing. 
just the fact that it's this is in men's it's men's health, right? They're the it, one uh, that, men's journal. Men's journal. Okay. Either one. The fact that this conversation is happening is a huge thing because men are the last ones who want to admit that they're having this bullshit going on in their heads. Even yeah. though <laughs> you and I both know every straight man pretty much checks out every guy in the gym too. And we're not talking about it being gay, okay? You I check out other that. guys. I don't know. <laughs> it's so funny, but you know it's about they're checking them out like, okay, I don't look as good as he does, or I'm not lifting as much as he is, or we all do this. And I think that's why it's beautiful that you're going down this path of if, if, when you do, you're going to use this in a really beautiful way. Even though, still, yeah. even though it's still going to be about you and your cute little body in your chest <laughs> a little bit just a little bit yeah but if, if anything it will spread positive body positivity that's that's really what i want and i know that the more i do that for myself the more I, i've been practicing for years the more i can stand you know taller for other people the fact that i you know when i win this i'll be in a two-page spread in men's journal and have no shirt on that that doesn't terrify me like it used to but it's i still feel uneasy yeah you know and, and, and remind you we, we spoke before this this isn't happen overnight. This is like baby steps. This is like mm -hmm. minor changes in the way you speak to yourself. Before, even before then, you become aware of the way you yep. speak to yourself. Mm -hmm. Because I, I even think a lot of you said a lot of straight men in the gym probably comparing or you know admiring or what whatever. I think a lot of people just don't even care. So that's even a, a deeper sense of lack of compassion for oneself. Right. When we should be, you know, we're, we just don't grow up the way we would wish we were loved and accepted. And just because you didn't have that when you're growing up doesn't mean that's that's the end all do all. You know, um, my past is a severe drug addict, body image issues. I feel like I'm lucky to be alive and I love my life now, mm -hmm. but I'm still a work in progress. It's still a challenge. When I eat jalapenos, it goes in spicy. It comes out spicy. I'd rather it didn't. That's just like but part that's of just life. the way it is. That's yeah, yeah. I, I really wish. <laughs> I really wish wine didn't cause like a little bit of headaches and hangovers, but Hey, I choose that. So that is the way it is, you know, completely, but you have every right to change today. You have every right to beat yourself exactly. up less learn keyword there to <sighs> accept yourself more. It's interesting. Cause we've been having a lot of these conversations in our, in our household about, you know, changing things up and doing things different. And we get in our ruts and they're like, okay, what are we going to do? And we did go out, we did go out and do some great hiking yesterday and went up along the California coast and then came back to one little place that has a, um, like a seaside wine tasting bar. And so we had a little bit of wine there and came home and we're like, okay, well, we should get something to eat. And I'm like, yes, but if we're going to get something to eat, what are we going to get? That's good for us. So that was number one. Number two when we got home, we did our eating, we watched a little bit of a movie and then suddenly we, it was like early and I'm like, I'm not watching anything more. I'm going to go to bed and I'm going to read because this is what I wanted to do for me. And it was like the decisions to say this, is what I wanted to do for me was huge. Not that my husband's like, oh, let's stay up and watch. He, he's like, he could really care less most of the time we're watching anything. But those choosing to do things, I think, is the biggest part of this. And it ties right into how you choose to respond to yourself in those little voices in your head when they start to yap like a pesky little chihuahua dog. And not that I'm against chihuahuas, guys, but I'm just saying. I love them too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's, it is that interesting thing. And I was talking to a friend of mine last week 
my only friend i only have you and one other so just want to make that's really clear to everybody yeah <laughs> boy he was just beating the shit out of himself and i'm like why are you doing this he goes what do you mean why am i doing what i said why are you just so down on yourself right now and he got really quiet i said because here's the thing i love you but i'm not going to sit here and listen to you do this and he got even more quiet and i said but if you said something nice about yourself, I might stick around. And he didn't know what to do because he's gotten in this pattern of everything is negativity, negativity, negativity. Autopilot, I realize yeah. he, yeah, it's autopilot. We all get there. And I realize, yes, he's going through a lot of crap. I'm not going to, the, the levels of crap he's going through right now, I would probably be in a pretty negative space too. But that one moment that I called him on it. And then when he kind of paused and didn't know what to do, I said, man, you know, I love you so much, but what would it feel like right now to say something nice? Not because I'm on the phone with you, just to say something nice. And then he finally said, I think I've forgotten how. Hmm. And he's having some body image issues, which again, you know, I'm sorry. He's got, he's got an ass of steel. I'm like, really, bitch? I wish. I only wish I had that ass. I, I know people like that too. And they are embarrassed to like get naked in front of people or like have mm -hmm. their shirt off. Like, that's where it's a problem. It's, it's this whole idea of, you know, we don't look good enough. An anorexic right. person can be super skinny and think they're fat. It's like, it's, yeah. that's where we have to really check ourselves. Like pay attention to the things that we say to ourselves. Well, you do. And, and right? I think we have good people like you and in, in your friends' lives that bring it out in them to help them realize, Hey, you're, you're not taking care of yourself the way you should. But I would want somebody to say the same thing to me. And I actually have. I had a couple of friends recently say, I don't want to hear about how you're just getting back to things because you broke your wrist and everything. Just say, hey, I'm, I'm back. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Because even the little bit of the wrist, okay? And I realize it's still kind of a weird little fucked up thing. I felt it today in the pool. I'm like, oh, bitch, don't pull so hard. Um, it is a little bit of a negative thing. I know my head went where yours just want to say, bitch, don't bullshit. Well. Um, but it's these interesting things that you don't realize the smallest little things sometimes you say is what causes you to stay down in that space. Completely. You know, uh, I, I know that I've heard this a lot recently too, because people are like, I've got to get out of the COVID drinking. I'm like, well, then just don't drink. <laughs> it's not that hard. It, I know it kind of seems like it is, but. It really isn't just don't have a drink, you know, but it, yet for some people, it may be that that's the only thing that's their constant response. Not that they're alcoholics, but there's the repeating pattern again. And like, well, I really yeah. shouldn't have this drink. Do you realize how, if you say, oh, I really shouldn't have this drink, that's a negative response right in and of itself. You've just told yourself yep. you are not strong-willed enough to say no, instead of saying would I enjoy a drink right now? No. Okay, cool. Move on. Or would I enjoy a drink right now? Yeah. Why? If you can answer the why, I'm not, in, and I'm not advocating drinking guys. I'm trying to like share. These are these interesting little shifts in how we talk to ourselves mm -hmm. that suddenly mm -hmm. can like make all the difference in the world. Kind of yeah. like saying, when they don't, be, don't like pull so hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all in how you <laughs> deliver that message. That will either get your partner like jumping out of bed and going, fuck you, or getting it done right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's, I think, I think it's, a, I think that's, a, you hit that on the head where it's, it's these patterns. It's these, we just get so used to it and we have to 
remember that just because we're used to it doesn't mean it's right. Mm. Just because we're so used to being a certain way. And for a lot of us, we've been doing it incessantly for years. Yep. So it's going to take even you know longer to, 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 to get better from it. But hey, like, like I said, we're we all, we're not going to get out of the live. Like, no. and, and there's still plenty of time. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And I know for men, there's this interesting space, gay man or straight man. I don't really give a shit where this is what it means to be a man. So suddenly, well, what is it like back to the dad bot? Let's really define what a dad bot is. And it's, this, it's a funny conversation because my husband, and I had this conversation a couple of years ago and the dad bot thing came out. I said, well, dad bot is kind of like you, you got some fluff and stuff. He goes, no, you don't like you're ripped. I'm like, well, I don't think that's really how dad bot came about. It's about, no. you got a little bit of fluff and all this. Because you have children and like yeah, life is challenging. Yeah, exactly. Challenging than yeah. Being alone. And then suddenly, you know, this is one of those, <laughs> this is one of those couple moments where I'm like, okay, I'm going to just let this one lie, bitch, because one day you're going to figure it out. And of course, then, you know, a year or so later, he figured out like, oh no, dad bought. And now it's interesting because he says it all the time. And I'm like, should I pull this out of the rabbit's hat and go, bitch, do you remember when you said that? No. I hope he doesn't listen to this podcast, <laughs> um, but it's those interesting moments when you realize all of this comes from perception, how we've talked to ourselves, the repeating patterns and da, 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 da. And even when you get the two page spread, I can, we're not talking playboy or whatever, but when you get your yeah, spread, no. it's family friendly, it's family friendly. But even when you get it, I can almost guarantee that when you see it, there will be a little voice that tries really hard. Oh yeah. To come forward. Oh, yeah. And you're going to have to fight it. Yeah. Just but because that's, this but is what that's we where do. It's, but that's where it's, it's, it's putting us like being vulnerable enough to even take that step forward. Yes. Where like I put, I posted pictures through my social media accounts and been like, it's not about, uh, it's like, I, I don't need your praise. It's not about yeah. like, you're coming back to me with a, I'm not posting it for that reason. Because mm. when I look at that picture or when I would look at that picture in the past, my eyes immediately don't go to like, Oh, look at me. There's me, handsome me. It, it right. immediately right. go to all the things that are wrong with me. Because so, the thing that happens for most of us is somebody, as soon as somebody says, oh, that's a really great picture of you. The first thing we want to say is, oh, no, it's not. We immediately yeah. go to that place of, oh, I can't take a compliment. And one of yep. the things that I think I've worked the hardest, and I think you probably have too in our lovely little coaching world with gay men, is learn how to embrace and take a compliment and love it and own it, not ego, but how to take that in and really go, well, thanks. I, I yeah. appreciate that. I didn't see that. And thank you for showing me that. I struggled with that. They said too. like, Hey, wow, you're really hung. I'm like, are you sh get your glasses out? We need to like, <laughs> let's, let's examine this. Let's because, that too, where, yeah. Like, like people would give me a compliment. And the first thing I would say is, Oh, I feel so fat. Exactly. And, and, I, and I had to catch myself and, and learn from it and realize, realize what I was doing, kind of see it from a distance and, and do my best next time to thank you. Thank yeah. you. Because what do we do? We, we, we should learn how to take a compliment as well as we take an insult. Yeah. Because I don't know about you, but I, I'm, most of us are pretty good at taking insults. Oh, God. Taking and and most of us, if we had to say, tell, tell us something that you don't like about yourself. We can get going in a heartbeat. Tell me something you really like yeah. about yourself. And there's always a pause. Almost always there's a pause because, well, first, we're not taught to like lovingly talk about ourselves as humans. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And second, we're so conditioned to say oh, negative, negative, negative. We can't do it, you know? So, I mean, somebody said something to me a couple of weeks ago and I, I was in one of my places like, I'm just not liking my body and everything. And somebody had seen a picture of me at the pool. I don't know how they got that picture. I really don't. I didn't, I didn't purposely take that picture of my body. I really didn't. And I'm like, Oh, well, thank you. Yeah. My man boobs are working out really well as I'm like, you know, a surrogate for most of the women who can't nurse. And I was like, okay, that was actually kind of funny. So I was having fun with myself, but still there was a little bit of the negative connotation coming out of it, you know? And then I'm just like, Put okay. yourself down. Yeah. Okay. But sometimes you can do that because I was trying to get the laugh. So sure. But, but even when you're trying to get the laugh, sometimes it is that self degradation that's actually true. Although I could really like, you know, I, I could do pretty good. I could probably feed some children with these boobies. So listen, you said a key, a key word to me in conditioning. Yep. We have, like, I think what's the most important is we were not raised with this conditioning. We were not raised thinking badly about ourselves, right. judging ourselves, taking ourselves down. It was all learned behavior. Yep. yep. If you're a racist, if you're a bigot, if you're, if you're whatever you are, it's all learned behavior and you can unlearn that. Yep. So, so learn to believe in yourself, learn to have some more confidence. Don't feel like you have to be defined. Cause like I said, the people that I know that have defined bodies still don't really love and appreciate their body. There's, there's always something wrong with it. Yep. And the truth of the matter is 400 trillion to one of the odds of being alive. Like we are the result of the, the, the universe, billions of years of the universe doing its thing. Mm-hmm. So we can have this experience. And yet we, we shame ourselves left and right. We shame ourselves because we were raised in a society that was basically saying that the way we felt and the way we thought was wrong. And that's just not right. And thankfully, with the use of the internet, people like myself, like Rick, people that are trying to spread the, spread the good word, help more people understand why they do the things they do, why they say the things they say. You're not, you're not here to suffer. Suffering is an, is, is an option. It's a choice. It's, a it's choice. definitely a choice. I mean, you can choose. To suffer. And I have, there's too many people around me that are <clears throat> choosing suffering right now. And I'm like, love you, but I'm not going to be in that boat with you. I just, yeah. I can't. And yeah. not that I don't feel empathy. I mean, that's a whole different, that's a whole other show. We could go down that sure, path. Sure. But I think there is that space where the more you give yourself that loving encouragement and, and you're empathetic, it's kind of like whatever RuPaul says, you got to love yourself first before anybody else going to love you. Yeah. Uh, you got to give all this to yourself first and then you'll see how much easier it is to a, not really judge other people. And to go, okay, we're all, we all are truly in this together. Pretty darn simple and learn to love each other. Yeah. But even it starts an inside job like, first. Even if you do like a certain former president, <sighs> that's just really hard to say, but anyway, we won't go down that path either. But <laughs> that's, like, that's not in the show to talk about. <laughs> no, but we could go there too. I know we'd have a, a heyday with that one, but Anyway, okay, so there. speaking of which, there's the alarm that says, okay, I'm done with this bitch. It's time for me to let him go. And, but um, I'm just so glad we got this. Okay, so tell us about what's, okay, we got to get on and vote for you so you get yep. to the next round. So There is a link that, we, that Rick will post, legendary dad bod, my name. Um, yep. He's going to give us uh, all the goods. Can- and no, again, this isn't because he wants to win. I mean, I would love to see you win this man. Cause I, not that I don't know anything about the other guys. Cause I really don't, but I know that what your intention is, is to like have 
monumental impact about man and body image. This is like the first big step towards massive impact. I don't know. I don't know the other guys either. And so I can't speak for them. Um, I know for myself, uh, I I primarily work with gay, young gay adults. Um, My goal is to revive humanity as a whole. And so this is just one more giant leap, um, you know, towards helping you love yourself just the way that it is. Feel perfect just the way that you are. And uh, I would love your vote. Um, you can vote for free on Facebook. If you donate some money, there's, there's, you know, that's another way to do it. Yep. Um, they're raising money for children with cancer. I'm not yes. quite sure why they're, it's something different than body image, but nevertheless, both are great causes. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. This is, this is a, this is just a, a foot in the right direction. It's helping build my courage, helping get over my fears of the image issues that I literally carried with me for years. And I'm, I'm willing to be that beacon of light that, that, I wouldn't say showstopper. Uh, yeah, but but again, there we got to be. There it is. It's like, yes, go say you're going to be a beacon of light. That was one of the things that I I said one time and somebody said, I was really glad to hear you say something like that. And I'm like, yeah, I didn't feel really good to say that. And they're like, why? I'm like, well, it seemed a little self-serving. And they're like, it didn't come off self-serving, at least to their ears. Sure. And then I was like, okay, wow, maybe I can. Like, hey, I, if I want to be a beacon of light to gay men who are struggling, that's all I want to, that's what I want to say. It doesn't mean I, my ego's f- fucking up there. At times it is. And then I have to kick myself in the ass and go, okay, come back down to earth, big boy. <laughs> but, you know, there are times where all of that, whether it's about a career, a relationship, your body, whatever it is, the self-talk and the self-sabotage is what this whole conversation has truly been about mm-hmm. and about getting Anthony like half naked on a two page spread so that, completely, you know, he can, <laughs> it's, it's, it's children friendly. So it's not, it's, it is, be, it is, yeah. but we can all, we can all pretend what it would look like <laughs> otherwise, you know, cause you know, you know, all the gay men that know you that finally see it, they'll be like, just like, well, we don't even want to talk about what they'll do with the tape page spread, but we'll let that go to everybody's imaginations from here. Hey, so. we all got a story. And when we gain the confidence to share that story, <laughs> it's amazing the effects that come from it. Um, and that's why I've been put on this planet. Yeah. I've gone through hell and back myself. I got a, a story that I've gained the, the, enough courage to speak about, not be afraid. And it's crazy the amount of people I've impacted simply by sharing my story. Yep. You know, you might see me like you might see me in the magazine or in person and think like you're, you're a nice looking, handsome looking guy. That doesn't take that doesn't take away any of that, that the pain and suffering I went through. Like like I'm, I'm a human being. I'm, I, I breathe and eat and poop just like the rest of us. Um, poop? Really? OK, we yeah. can't be friends if you poop. I'm, <laughs> I mean, but, it's, it's well, but I guess we can because I told you I couldn't pee a few weeks ago. And you're like, I still love you, man. You can't pee because you got a kidney stone, but I still love you. So, you know, <laughs> we, we, we can do this. But uh, awesome, brother. I'm so glad it's, you're it's doing this. That we make on people's lives and, and you do that as well. So that's that's what's about. It's not about yeah, but I do it better than you do. Just let's get that clear. So they all know I'm much better. You've been, this on, this, you've been on this planet a little longer. OK, don't I. go. Don't go doing the old daddy <laughs> bullshit. No, you don't get to pull the ageism just as we're wrapping up here. That doesn't that doesn't play. Yeah. Yeah. 40 isn't that far away from 58. You'll be there in 18 years. Of course, then I'll be dead. But, you know, yeah. you'll still remember me. But um, anyway. I feel better than ever. Rick, thank you so much for having me on the show. Of course, man. I love you. And I can't wait to see what we do. And we're going to have everything up for you to vote for Anthony and let him take and spread this word and really, truly like love on yourself, guys and gals. If any of you gals, I mean, I think there's some women who sneak onto this podcast every so often because I'll I'll get these messages like from Trina and I'm like, okay, is this another one who's trying to like, 
you know, get a sugar daddy. I'm like, well, girl, I'm glad you're listening, but I don't think you're gay. Not with those tatas, but you know, Hey, whatever. You know? So anyway, all right, brother. I love you bunches. I'm so Me glad too. we did this. And, um, I can't wait to see where this goes and wherever it goes is where it's meant to go. So yeah, uh, completely. that's where we're at. So, okay. So yeah. we're both going to go out and do, what is it? Good, bad, or something like that. Make tr- good trouble. So I think that's our marching orders, right? Keeping it things is- interesting. Yeah, exactly. So very cool. Thank you so much, buddy. Thank you so much. Have a beautiful day. That's a wrap for 40 plus gay men, gay talk, where size doesn't matter. We drop our bullshit, get over our screwed up fears, make bold moves and live life without apologies. Don't forget to join us on Facebook at 40 plus gay men, gay talk, where the conversations continue.